Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Dr. Paul Ruff, he's amazing. If you are looking for surgery or non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best, he's got you. Just visit westendplasticsurgery.com today, or you can book your appointment just by calling 202-785-4187. Paul and I have been. We love him. Paul's skin looks on point this morning. <laughs> looks so good. So check out Dr. Paul Roth. He's board certified, and you will love him. HomeZen is another one of our fantastic sponsors. If you're thinking about selling your home, selling a home, or if you know someone who is, check out HomeZen. That's H 
H-O-M-E-Z-E-N. They help you save $20,000 or more selling without an agent. Revolutionary. To learn more, just go to myhomezen.com or call 202-509-0553. All right. All right. Mm. Yeah. All right. Here we go. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, hey Frase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, Frase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, Frase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Frase. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> hey. So loud. Hi, Paul Wharton. Hey. How are you? Sarah Frazier. How you doing, baby? Oh, my. I'm so good, honey. That uh, We were just joking about Hey Frasse. Yeah. Because on Saturday when we were in Pride Parade, the guy, we, we teamed up with Freddy's Beach Bar, yes. right? And so we were on their uh, their cars, and um, the guys that were with Freddy. They, they're, they're, <laughs> one car yeah. did break down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Fair enough. Uh, you know, it started out as two, what, Thunderbird something? Well, one was a Lincoln, like the, um, with the suicide doors, the four-door Lincoln with the drop top. <gasps> yes. Is that the one? Like that's the JFK one that Lincoln? broke down, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were going to be on two vehicles. One breaks down prior to the parade. We all get on one. <laughs> That poor thing. No, not we all. You jumped your ass in the last seat of the car. I'm like, what you know what? It's not my... Oh, well, I did. Wait a minute. Freddie's like, would you like to sit? I was like, absolutely. I am absolutely. She left your boy in the cold, or shall I say in the hot, y'all. She jumped her butt in the last seat and left her partner out in the streets. When you said you wanted to walk, I was like, yeah, he definitely wants to walk. Yeah, absolutely. He can walk. Oh, my God. But the Funny. guys from Freddie's kept looking at our T-shirts, and they were like, hey, Francais. And they were we were like, no, it's hey, Frazier. But they kept going. Hey, Francais. Like, it's the Freddy's Beach Bar. Hey, Francais, Paul Wharton. And we were like, close enough. I so love it. Irene kept yelling, hey, Francais, Paul Wharton, download the podcast. It was so funny. So we were I like, love it. maybe we, we should We had a start great freaking time, man. Calling it that. Oh, my God. Saturday was such an incredible, this whole weekend, by the way, we have to thank Crazy. you guys. We saw you guys at Pride. We saw you at Wolf Trap. So many of you came through. Wolf Trap was great. Amazing. Uh Amazing. It, it turned out so, so great. So thank you guys so much for coming. Mm. And if you want any recaps, HeyFrage.com, you can see all the pictures or Paul Wharton style on Instagram. Absolutely. There's some pictures up. We had so, so really much good. fun. I mean, the band that opened for the B-52s, I didn't even know they were going to be there. They had so many hits. The, ro- the Romantics. The Romantics? Yes. The Romantics. Like, they had so many hits. Uh, that's what I like about what I like about you. Though I like about what I like. I about lost my damn mind in that audience. <laughs> I thought it was so great. I, I, your Snapchat was awesome. You seemed like you were having a blast. I, ha- I got my entire life. With all those people that are from like you know Vienna and Great Falls and and like I mean they're all my new friends. I met so many people <laughs> and I met TJ from Wolf Trap. Yes, he's so cool. He's like the head of food and beverage. He's freaking awesome. And, and the CEO great. of Wolf Trap is amazing. And I've met him before with all the Potomac Housewives women and some of my friends at Potomac. So I knew people. It was great. I loved it. Oh my god. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out. You truly supported us all weekend long. It was a great weekend. Um, 
and you know I was briefly at uh, at TEDx Tyson's, mm-hmm. which is always interesting because um, you know this. You've hosted many things. You're in yeah. front of many crowds. But Saturday was a great example of how you go from like knowing different audiences, sure. you know. And so like I always love a TEDx where people are so serious, and you go in and you try and have some jokes, and like nothing okay. works. Right. It's just like the most fucking embarrassing thing. Do you know what I love? <laughs> I love hosting something when it's a tough freaking audience. And oh, then, you do? But no, no, check you this out. You should host no, no, no. Tyson's next <laughs> like, year. Oh, I got something for you. I got, yeah. No, but then someone comes up and they think that they can do it better because they come up for like a moment to present something. And I'm like, mm-hmm, here you go, go ahead. And they go out there and it's like, cricket, cricket, cricket. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, and then they come off, they're shaking, they're whimpering, sweat is rolling off their head, and I'm like, uh-huh. Tough crowd, huh? And they're like, uh-huh. I'll take that mic back now. Yeah, you don't realize how tough it is. You just gotta kind of know your stuff, know that you're good, and you just gotta go through it. Yeah, you, you gotta go really, through the, ru- the rough patches, right? Oh my God, you really do. And yeah. then you go to like a crowd like Pride or, you know, Wolf Trap, and you're like, okay, you obviously could have said anything, like had a great time, but oh my God. And 10X Tyson's was really nice. There's, I I always love going to those. There's some revolutionary thinkers. Like, I love things like that. It's just that the audience, um, I don't know. I feel like they feel like they have to be so um, astute. Yeah. Instead of being like, hey, this could be fun and we could also laugh about it. But isn't it about their insecurities, though? Like, it's about the fact that they're all looking at each other thinking, oh, my God, that person's smarter than me. That person's richer than me. Oh, I don't really know it. You know, oh, so that's good. in that case, it's about finding the icebreakers, the thing that kind of the great equalizers, the thing that brings them all together that they have in common, you know, to kind of get them laughing and some or sometimes oh. they just want to be assholes. <laughs> You know, maybe I'll open with that next time. Right. You know, just like uh, I know you guys are all insecure here, so am I. <laughs> that might work. That might Speaking work. of insecurities, do you want to start with my problems or yours on this show first? Well, let's start like, with you, yours. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I, knew, I knew this was coming because I was like, okay, this is going to be an uncomfortable moment, but why not? Okay. We share uncomfortable moments on this show. We do. That's what it is. It's like we put it all out there so others can hopefully feel comfortable too. I have an uncle that is a tarot card reader. Okay, my dad's gay brother that, that lives in New York City. Okay. Well, we never you not know this before. No. Oh, I have a gay uncle David. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. And Uncle David used to tell me the craziest shit. Okay, I moved to New York when I was 19 years old, and we had a big brownstone. And Uncle David was, like, in Malibu doing something, and he came back to New York, and he was like, Spirit told me that you need to fly over some water, so go. You're like, go fly over water. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? Spirit. Yeah, Spirit it. told me. And then I would get home. I got home one night, I remember, and this is going to come back around. I know people are like, what the fuck's he talking about? Exactly. That's Uncle David. And then one day, I got home, and my key didn't work, and he's like, Spirit told me to change the locks. Spirit said, what? It's cold. Like, it was the middle of winter. I had to call for the police to come. It was, oh, no, no, no. This is, we need our own podcast series to talk about the, you know, the trials and tribulations of me and Uncle David, okay? Spirit told him. That starts politics. There we go. To change the motherfucking locks. My black ass was locked out, okay? So, but I will just say this. Spirit is telling me. Something is telling me to convey this to you. That to put closure to this, you're going to have to face that fear and go completely come outside of yourself and have the jitters and spit your water out and fucking, you know, do all that and make that call. 
No, I, I got to ask my therapist tomorrow. That seems like. But she, if your therapist wants you to be in therapy for the next 10 years, she's going <laughs> to tell you no. She's going to say, don't do it. So she, you can keep holding on to this. I'm saying, spirit's telling me, <laughs> like Uncle Wait, David but, said. Uh, Uncle David was the one connected with spirit. Can we call David? I'm connected to spirit, too. Okay, well. Spirit's telling me. Can I get an amen out there? Amen. All right. What the No way. You, like, orchestrated that. <laughs> no. They know. You know, right? Well. Mm-hmm. Call me the amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that will be a okay. That will be a, that would be a moment On, in your own time, baby. In your okay, own time. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we had to talk about that. That was like a yes. big moment. Two okay. things, by the way. Um, Wolftrap.org, as we talked to you about, we did a fabulous event with them on Sunday for the B-52s, but they've got a whole summer concert series happening, and the tickets are so reasonable. So check out Wolftrap.org. They've got some great acts coming up. Sting is going to be there. Uh, also, you can get... Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Aretha Franklin, Celtic Women, if you're into that, um, and so many more. So check out Wolftrap.org. Elvis Costello. Oh, I actually kind of really want to see him. Oh, and Diane Krall. I go through this list. Lionel Richie. Yes. Oh, my God. Ooh, Say what you. a feeling when you're dancing on the ceiling. Oh, yes. Ooh, what a feeling when you're dancing on the ceiling. I kind of want you to be a singer. You like that? Yeah. I was Paul listening to that. Paul has out singles, by oh, the way. He oh, has, I do. He yeah. does. He has, I'm he, a model. I'm a model. And Hide Your Crazy on iTunes. Oh, my God. Hide Your Crazy is my favorite one because Hide Your Crazy is the one that when you purchase that right next to it comes up, um, Paris Hilton stars are blind. People both purchase that. Hide Your Crazy, Paul Warner. Oh, my God. I freaking love it. Um, Wolftrap.org, by the way. Check them out. And then also, you know, we we sometimes forget the generosity and um, how awesome it is, but we record this podcast here at the DC Improv every single Wednesday. Yes. And the DC Improv has amazing acts. Nikki Glazer is coming this weekend for Father's Day. Bring your dad. They've got showtimes available Friday through Sunday, June 16th through the 18th, dcimprov.com. I'm still looking for Hide Your Crazy on um, iTunes. I can't wait to play this. Um, we got a lot of stories to talk to about, about yeah. your life and then about our intern, AJ, who wants to know if her parents are overbearing because they're super adorable that they do this. What, what did you have on your mind? You well, I love out. this uh, Dear Divorce Parents Hangout because I got to tell you. Do you, right? Oh, that's mine, by the way. Right. I want to talk about that because, you know, I'm going to Great Gardens this weekend. Is that how you're Wait, hold on. Let me make sure this isn't playing. <laughs> so, listen, this weekend, you know this, right? Yes, it, you're going to. Oh, yeah. You know you're crazy. Hide your crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Paul, I so want you. So, let me tell you about this song. You ask your friends. Right. I should have known. Can this be real? Because tell me what's the deal. I really feel you might need to hide the crazy. So this is about you meet somebody in the club. Damn, they look good. They fly as hell. Okay? You're like, ooh, we might, you might get lucky tonight. You get them outside the club. The smoke from the club clears. Yeah. And then you look at their eyes and you're like, oh, 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 oh uh-uh. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, God. No. So... I, so I made this song after the Housewives thing because I was like, you know what? You ladies need to hide your fucking crazy. Hide your You're crazy. crazy. Oh, my God. That is so funny. You can buy it on iTunes 99 cents. I love Hide love Your it. Crazy. And that's something? So, so divorced parents. Okay. My, you know, my mom just got divorced from my stepfather. They were together like 17 fast. years. 
In Maine, you can get you can get divorced in 60 days in Maine. Wow. If everybody agrees. So okay. they agreed to everything. Boom, boom, bam, done. Sold their house. They're divorced, right? Damn. Now, every time I call my blessed mother, right? So she's been talking for years about getting divorced. So is my stepfather. Because great, both really, really good people, but never had anything mutually in common, you know? Yeah. So um, finally, she goes, one day she calls me, she goes, your stepfather and I are getting divorced. We've, we've gone to an attorney. We've drawn up all the papers. I said, good for you, Mom. You know what? You've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Do it for you, you know? Now, every time I call her, she's hanging out with my stepfather. Oh, my goodness. And I'm thinking to myself, Did he move out? what in the hell? Yes. Okay. They sold their house. He bought a new place. She bought a new place. They're living completely separate lives, but now they date all the time. And I'm thinking they to date. myself, what in God's green earth? What am I supposed to say to so her? So it's not cheaper to keep her. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Life lesson. There's some mindful living for you. <laughs> Ain't cheaper to keep her. Well, let me tell you something. My parents, the, okay, this what weekend, they do? I, I'm yeah. going to Grey Gardens this weekend. Paul, we cannot wait to check in with you next week about Grey Gardens. Because, wait a minute, will will the owners be there? With no, I have, the, I have the house. So you have the house. The they whole house. Gone. Here are the keys. Are we coming? No. Hide your crazy. You know you crazy. Hide your crazy. So anyway, yeah, so I'm going on Friday, and I'm coming back on Monday. It's going to be a nice long weekend. But it's Father's Day. Okay. Okay, so I asked my mom first if she wanted to go. Of course, she wants to go, even though at first she's like, I don't know. I think I'm doing something. I was like, Mother, it's fucking Grey Gardens. Like, I need you to look it up, Google it, watch the movie, figure it out. So she did. She's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, okay. So anyway, so now she's gone. Then I'm like, it's Father's Day. You know, my dad and I are very close. So I have to extend an invite to him. So I call my mom and say, hey, mom, what do you think about me, you know, extending an invite to dad? And he was like, so she's like, well, so you want me and Chip to come? Because you want him and Renee to come? So now that I was inviting my dad and stepmom. My mom wants to now invite her husband. I said, I thought you didn't want your husband to come. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You are that because he's cramping your style. <laughs> so the fact that my dad would bring his wife, now my mom needs to bring her husband. So it was this whole thing. So, But I did invite everyone. And my dad is going to Arkansas next week for something. And he said that it's just, you know, too much on his schedule. Okay. So now it's just my mom going. So now my stepfather's uninvited because my dad's not bringing his wife and she doesn't have to compete. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I wanted them to hang out at oh, Great Gardens. I, I thought that would have been awesome. Have they hung out over the years, Paul, at all? They have. Before my mom moved to Delaware, they used to hang out, like, because we used oh. to do a lot more things together. They were like, good friends. They used to talk a lot. Um, I don't know what happened. Something happened, and I haven't gotten to the bottom of it, where they don't well, really Lord knows talk you will. as much. Oh, I will. I mean, you will. You're so good at that. Spirit will come right through to you, and you'll have a moment Spirit with them. Spirit said, I need to ask. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what I mean? Right. So maybe Does I'll... Does anyone I'll, get to the bottom of it? It's you. I'll do that at, at Great Gardens this weekend, but I'm looking forward to my weekend. So you're going to... Are you going to be snapping this? Like, are you, where can we follow along? And of course, next week, we'll get an update. But yeah, what's, what's you know the deal? What? I need to have Irene set me up on Snapchat. I don't even have Snapchat. That's well, so freaking crazy. I don't even know the people use Snapchat. Uh, they don't... Yeah, I use Instagram. Insta story? Yeah, Insta story. And, oh, okay. and right, I am doing... Snap. 
Yes, you wait until you see what I'm doing up there. I know. I you think know it's I'm capturing really this moment. I'll just say that. <laughs> I am capturing this moment in, in the manner of which you would think I would capture this oh moment. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. You're crazy. crazy. You know you're crazy. crazy. So I'm thinking about who should I invite for Saturday cocktails? I'm thinking maybe Andy Cohen. His house is in, I think, Bridgehampton. Well, you're friends with everybody up there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who else do you know? They, look, <laughs> Irene and AJ are like, um, we have just become available. <laughs> I'll be at a wedding. My friend Gabriel's getting married this weekend, so I'll be up there in northern, in um, western Massachusetts. Okay. So, but you know tons of people. Who else? What about... Um, well, Russell Simmons is up there. You know, Sidra will be well, there this weekend. I was going to say Sidra coming. She's going to be at someone else's house. These guys, uh, these friends of hers, it's so funny. They're so rich. Oh, my God. These people are Great. so... This, like a whole nother... Rub them so we can get it, And too. they're gay guys, and they're getting married. I'm like, can't you introduce me to someone? I mean, I'll still work. It's okay. Oh, there is no way you're going to work. First of all, I know exactly what's going to happen to you. You are going to find such a rich guy, and all this Speak shit about our relationship will be completely pointless because you're going to be like, I wish you all the best, but I have left. No, I'm going to call in. That's all. I'm going to do a satellite. That's all. That's right. It will we're be just, no difference. We're just gonna- I'll still be available to you as I have committed one day a week. <laughs> you know exactly I, <laughs> how it's going to go. I love it. I'll be so happy for you, though, because you deserve it. But anyway. But back to our parents. I, I really, I loved when my parents hung out. I thought it was awesome. And I love when people are able to, after divorcing, and especially after they've even gotten mm. remarried or dating other people, to be able to, at some point, put that behind you. You know, put the anger and the animosity behind you. Like To me, that's like yeah. that's life goals to me. Things like that, you know, being able to oh. really finish something, complete it, you know, come to some kind of resolution in my mind and be okay with my thoughts about it and then move on. That's so good. Yeah. It's so true. And you, you just, isn't it crazy in life? Like, you think you're, like, again, I'm, this weekend, you think you're over something. You forget about it for a while. And then instantly you're like, wow, you still have, like, work to do around that. It is yeah. kind of constantly an evolution. I dated a guy on the Upper West Side when I lived in New York City. I don't know if I shared this before, but I dated this guy. He was my first major boyfriend named Jason. Actually, my uncle, when my uncle saw him, he, like, fell instantly in love with him. And then I came home to the brownstone, and my room was on the top, and it was, like, this old brownstone. And then on the top, I had this, like, Princess Diana slash Laura Ashley room. Like, I had decorated the fuck out this room. It was, oh my God. I had flowers. It was the craziest. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was trying to figure out my situation at that moment. But my uncle comes up one day and he's like, Jason should be with me. And he like grabs my throat and starts choking me. What? Your own uncle? Yes. Spirit told him that he should be dating my boyfriend, basically. Yes. Holy crap, Uncle David. Me and Jason went to a street fair on the Upper West Side, and Uncle David was reading tarot cards. And as we walked up, he looked, and I just saw this look in his eye like, bitch, you stole my life. Like, it was like that. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, when I got home, he had something waiting for me. (laughs) Mm, Me and him rolled, but he didn't know. I'm crazy, though. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm from Cleveland, too, Uncle David. Is she David. still alive? Yeah. And She's you guys, not even old. Do you She's guys like talk? 56. Sometimes. <laughs> he calls. You know what oh I God, don't we like? we got to get him to give us reading. You know what I don't like? i got to be honest about what? this. You ever have people in your life, and they might be members of your family, and when they decide that they want to be in your life, they call you, and it, for him, it's like every couple of years or something like that. 
Um, but then when you call them or if it's a family emergency or if everybody needs to come right. together, they're just not available. Right. Yes. Yes. So that's yes. him. When he wants to pop up and then he'll pop up and say, hey, I've been calling you. I mean, you haven't answered your phone. When did you call me? I mean, I called several times anyway. It's okay. You don't have to answer your phone. How are you? Right, 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 right. So it's always you feel like it's a one-way street. Like it's, right. And he's yeah. always like, look, own the fact that you go ghost for long periods of time. You did not call me. There's no mysterious missing calls on my phone. Like, you didn't call. You're not around. You're not available. So you know what? At this stage in my life, it took me to be this age to finally be saying, you know, I'm not available. No, I'm not available. So it just kind of works like that. Like, you guys sort of see each other when it connects, but it's hard because... Well, until he decides that he respects my call enough to take the call and not wait, like, you know, I mean, Uncle David didn't even come to my grandma's funeral. He stopped talking to everybody for 10 years. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing, right? It's a whole thing. But when you make those choices, when you come back around, people aren't always going to be waiting for you. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't always have that option. So you have to take other people's feelings in consideration when they're reaching out to you and they need you or want to talk to you, too. You know, if you're not ready and you take all this time, they may not be ready. And you know what? Sometimes everything can't be fixed. So that's my lesson today. Oh, my Lord. All right. Well, do we want to go through, um, before we talk to AJ, our intern, do we want to go through any news stories that we feel like we want to discuss? I know, of course, there was breaking news this morning out of Alexandria. I have not kept up with it at all with the uh, Republican whip who was shot. And I don't even know. Oh, my God. I don't even remember his name because I didn't even know him until today. Yeah. Is it um, Scalise? um, Is it Stephen Scalise, is that it? Um, the majority, yes, yeah, Steve Scalise, Steve, you're correct. Okay. Representative, House Republican Whip, uh, uh, Representative Steve Scalise. From Louisiana. We have people who listen to us from all over the country, but Alexandria is probably in Delray, this neighborhood where they were playing baseball and he was shot in the hip, is maybe like 10 miles from where yeah. we are right now. Yeah. So very, very scary to wake up to that this morning. I told you, I said, you know, I just have to stay the hell off social media. We have all people. We have conservatives. We have liberals that listen to this podcast. But when it comes to guns, I just don't even want to get in there. But all I'll say is this is like, yeah. I mean, how much longer are we going to just let everybody get a gun? Well, know. thank goodness that he was even there because he's the only one that had uh, Capitol Police protection. Correct. Oh, my God. It would have been a massacre and, if it wasn't for and him. And actually one of his, he had um, two people protecting him, um, uh, a police woman and she was shot early on and there was another man who um, actually was able to return fire and shoot the gunman. Does this you know. make you want to get a concealed weapons permit so you can just blow well, them you know, away? in Cleveland, everybody has a weapon. I mean, you're walking around and everybody's got a gun. Really? Yeah, they all have a gun. What's that state? Is it like an open carry state or, uh, or I don't concealed know. weapon they allow or something? Well, I'm not sure, but I know that everybody has a gun, which also makes me nervous. I kind of like in D.C. that you're not allowed to have it. But, I mean, in a lot of ways, people are, I hate to say sitting ducks, but, you know, it just made, you were, we were even talking about this before Pride. You oh. had fear of, like, being in the I Pride parade. I didn't even parade. want to go to Pride. And you know yeah. what? That fear would have turned me well, because it wasn't a gunman I saw. It was someone from my past. So <laughs> right. I should have listened to that. But anyway. Um, right. But yes, yeah. you know, I just think now, um, it, for me, I'm totally desensitized to it, sadly, because it now happens every single day. Well, not totally. I not mean, not yeah. totally. But there's still like, compassion for the people that have been hurt. and. Yeah. You know. I mean, for me, it's anger. It's, it's okay. for me, I cannot believe something like Pulse Nightclub happens. Yeah. And we don't all come together and go, all right, 
clearly what we're doing isn't working. We need a solution. And I know a lot of people will email me and they'll say, Omar uh, Badin or the, the shooter at the Pulse nightclub, you know, he illegally got his weapons and it wouldn't have mattered if he had had a background psychological check and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, but the reality is, is it's so easy for people to obtain a gun. They go to another state. They go to a gun show that doesn't require any background check. They come, you know, so... Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of 
Are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. I just, it, for me, it becomes anger that I have to stay away from the, the gun yeah. issue because I'm either going to be all in and it's going to become sure. my passion or I'm just going to go, hopefully God, hopefully we come together as a nation yeah. and change what's not working. Because I, I think people, absolutely, if you're a mentally stable, law-abiding citizen, you're, you absolutely have the right to have guns in your home. You have the right to protect yourself. I totally agree with that. But see, that's just it. Mental health awareness. I don't think that people like to talk about right. mental health issues because unless right. you're physically hurting or something's wrong with you physically that can be diagnosed, you know, um, you're not considered sick. Right. And there are a lot of people that we all see, oh, he's off. Oh, he's different. Oh, he's special. Do you know you hear people in right. maybe, you know, an older generation saying things like that about certain people and it's like well what does that mean you know off special like what what are you what are you saying do you know and um i mean we had a guy come to one of our shows i, I should i say i mean we had and <laughs> no, he we probably shouldn't we probably, <laughs> only because yeah. um i think that that he's a fan He's a fan. Right, so, okay. Let's but, move, but, move right on. <laughs> Don't even say anymore. But, but you know, certain people, but, like, you think, oh, okay. You know? And mo- I'm sure most people are harmless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at, you know, lots of times, like, that tragedy in Sandy Hook, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the kid that went in there and did that. But his mother was clearly mentally ill, you know? I mean, I think it's one of those things where we have to start see something, say something. But a lot of times, too, and... Uh, I don't know. I could get into this, and I, I don't know enough to start running my mouth, so I'll just say this. But I think several years ago, we got away from um, mental institutions in this com- country, government-funded, because for many 
lots of times people are being treated very cruelly. Mm -hmm. But I think the reality is, is we have turned a lot of mentally ill people out on the street and told them, good luck. And their families, yeah. if you have somebody in your family who is really mentally ill, it is exhausting. It is mm -hmm. so hard to keep up taking care of this person without constant assistance. But where do they go? They go on the streets or if they're, like you said, maybe not that mm -hmm. off or whatever term you want to use, then maybe they gravitate to somebody else who then convinces them, hey, you know, why don't you kill these 100 people and because they're whatever. Sure. You know? Well, that's why I think it's so important, um, the message that we hear from our leaders and mm. some of the rhetoric is, is being put in check. And that's why I think that things like our president tweeting can be, you know, of course, people like that line of communication. They, we want to know what he's thinking. Oh, he's so transparent. Okay. But it makes people angry, and it's pretty divisive. And I'm just, I mean, this right. is like in the middle of the road. Like, I'm not being left or right. I'm just saying that anything that is a divisive message coming right. from someone in such a powerful position, then the rest of us are left with no security to have to deal with the repercussion of that. And I'm not saying this is a result of something that, you know, the president has tweeted or whatever, but his message generally is pretty divisive right and, you know people can call it strong and they can call it, he's impassioned and all this type of thing but you know after the fact the rest of us are out here trying to live with each other and and you know be around each other and get to know each other and we're just like becoming more and more divided and that's why you yeah. look at something that happened today and those those republican um uh, reps they feel that they were targeted Right, right. You know? And that's the thing. And I think, you know what? You bring up a really good point about unity. And that's all I want to do. Like, mm -hmm. with whatever it is, gun, I just want us to come together as a country and realize. Because I'll tell you, just really quickly, going to Cuba. You know, Cuba, go to other places. I feel like this is why travel is so important. Because when you go to other places, you realize how amazing we have it in this country. And truly, what we've created here in democracy is like... I mean, it is a freaking amazing mm -hmm. because, you know, and I'm sure Cuban people love their lives. You know, they don't probably think of it any differently. But there were some people when we were there that really wanted change. And you come back to our country and you look at how much we have, how how much freedom we have, the ability we have to speak up against the government. I mean, you take a lot of that for granted, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. So I anyway, that mm -hmm. was a news story. Uh, the interns also think Paul McDonald's is now looking and accepting applications to hire new people via Snapchat, they think you should do this, the same thing for your next intern. Would you be open to that? I mean, we know you don't have Snapchat yet, but how about Instagram story? They're calling it Snapplications, by the way. Which is Snapplications. Super, isn't that cute? I think That's McDonald's is very cute. smart. 250,000 workers is what McDonald's is looking for across the country this summer. Oh I know. I think this would be really great. Here's how it works. Snapchat users will see 10-second video ads of McDonald's employees talking about how much they love working there. Viewers who swipe up will be taken to McDonald's career webpage in Snapchat where they can apply for an open job at their local restaurant. McDonald's makes no bones about the fact that it's aiming its sights on the younger set as the company notes that more than half of its hires at the company-owned restaurants are projected to be between, between the ages of 16 and 24. So there you go. I think it's a fabulous first job. I remember McDonald's being, even though I didn't work there, but I remember it being perceived as a cool job. Oh my God, you work at McDonald's? Like, that's cool. Because you had to be, what, 14 to get a 
work permit or 15? Oh, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think it was like 14. Yeah, yes. 14. So the people that were like 14 and they had a job at McDonald's, oh my God, you get all the fries you want, uh-huh. you get cheeseburgers, and then, you know, they had money and stuff like that because they were making money at 14. I mean, that's pretty special. <laughs> um, how do you, you are obviously very good friends with Wanda Durant, who is Kevin Durant's mom. Yes. Kevin Durant just had a huge, huge night the other night with the Golden State Warriors. They win the NBA Finals. Um, now, Kevin Hart has put up a video where he says he believes that Kevin Durant still gets spanked by his mom. You think there's what? any truth to that? No. No, she <laughs> loves him and his brother. She loves him and his brother. In fact, I congratulated her right after, and I hope I think next week we're going to go celebrate. We're going to have a celebratory lunch when I get back from Grey Gardens. Oh, my God. Well, it was quite a night. Here's, right. here's Kevin Hart saying that he's... order for my man KD. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it was going to happen, oh. but you did it. So I'm going to congratulate you. Humbly, I congratulate okay. you, man, uh, on finally getting your ring. You deserve You're still getting spankings. I know you're getting spankings. I recognize when a, when a motherfucker getting whooped. Oh. <laughs> I love you, man. Congrats. Mama Durant, nothing but love for you, too, but I know you're still whooping his ass. Okay, do you think she still whoops his ass? I was like, what does he mean by that? You know, whoopings. <laughs> when, you're, when you would mess up and then in our house, it's like we'd be in our rooms and I could see a clear shot across the hall to my mother's room and my sister's room was like right next to mine. And, and we would hear my mom walk real fast in her room and then she'd flip on her closet light and we would, ah! And then she'd swing the closet door, ah! And then I heard the belt jiggling around, ah! And then me and my sister would be like running in circles like crazy. Um, also, with the celebration, are you surprised that the Warriors, they did a comparison between the Golden State Warriors and then also the Pittsburgh Penguins who won the um, NHL Cup? So when they were celebrating, apparently in the locker room for the NBA, they were shooting off $150 bottles of, of a um, Moe mm-hmm. that they were using, and they had 300 bottles. So, um, oh, I'm sorry. There were actually 150 bottles at $1,200 a pop Ooh. from away, and they were just spraying them, and it's, um, it was part of their celebration. They were getting some heat for that because the Golden State Penguins were actually just using $10 bottles of Corbell. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever drank Corbell, Paul? Yeah. You have? It's not $10 a- bottle of Corbell? I would well, never Well, it's actually that. like $14, I think. Golden State Warriors, by the way, are saying not every single bottle was $1,200 that they were, you know, shooting off. But what do they care? That's a huge business. I mean, the NBA. They probably got it for free. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and now we're all talking about it. So, right? I know. What do you think about this? This, um, it's, I don't like using the word ghetto, I, mm-hmm. I, but this is the dazed.com article that says, quote, ghetto tourism. New York's, New York's disturbing new trend could be coming to your city. Mm-hmm. And it's free tours by foot touring Brooklyn's poorest neighborhoods in what they're calling, they're supposed to be saying, oh, look, we're showing you street art, like graffiti. But a lot of people say it's a safari-like spectacle that takes white people through poor neighborhoods where they can see, quote, ghetto tourism. You think people are making a big deal about this when, in fact, um, any sort of graffiti can be art? Or do you think that this is like, let's bring rich people in so they can see what they consider art? tourism, to me, means finance and cash, right? So anytime any place is talking about tourism and their tourism boards, it's to bring people in so that they spend their money. You know, I mean, 
And an artist, I'm sure, want to be seen by people other than the people that are in their community. So I don't really have an issue with this because I'm not a guy that, you know, dislikes people because they're white or because, you know, they're, they're there can even be wealthy black people that don't live there that are coming into that community. You know right. what I mean? The only people coming in aren't necessarily the white, because there's a lot of white people that live in those communities um, that are disenfranchised. Well, they just don't have any money. I don't know how disenfranchised they are, but <laughs> a local slippery slope. <laughs> a local artist says, quote, I think these walking tours are weird as fuck. Uh, they also go on to say that it's very peculiar because it seems like a group of affluent people with expensive DSLRs and boat shoes that now poke around these neighborhoods while uh, government community Health Center says local people in these neighborhoods have been living hard. Many still are. Um, and 30% of the residents in Bushwick live below the federal poverty level. So whether it's good intentions or not, it just seems like, hey, you're exploiting. Like, hey, let's go look at these people. Well, when I was living in New York the first time, you know, Rosie Perez, at that time I was hanging out with her. She's, I still consider her a friend, even though I don't talk to her very much. But she um, was the first person that took me to bed Bed-Stuy. And I was like, Bedford-Stuyvesant, oh, Lord Jesus, oh, my God, we're going to get shot. And we went there, and it was actually a beautiful place. I mean, certainly, and over the years, more and more people have moved into that community. And and now it's it's pushed further to, like, Bushwick. I have a really good friend named Fred, and he lives in Bushwick. He's lived there for a long time, and he often complains about the fact that, you know, oh, all the coffee shops and the right, all the things all that have popped up in. around him. So now it's pushing even further. I mean, we've seen that in D.C. I, I don't know who can afford to live in D.C. anymore, and yeah. I do think it is sad because you're seeing some of the neighborhoods, I think, that made D.C. so fabulous and had great character and, mm -hmm. you know, um, are all going away. And, like, you even go over to, like, Florida Avenue Grill now, and you're like, yeah. this was such a civil rights movement spot, you know, because because that restaurant stayed open through all of it, through scares, through thick, through thin. And now it's just like million-dollar condos all around. Sure. And you're just like, oh. Sure. You know, it's just, it takes away, I think, the uniqueness yeah. of, of what it was. Um, lastly, before we get our intern on here to talk about this, I'm thinking about wearing this new hairy swimsuit, which is the perfect, uh, what do you think? Oh, no. I mean, you've seen my hair. So you think if I have this? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> have you guys seen this? Oh. What do you think? Google Paul? that, please. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, you've seen me. You think it will just blend in effortlessly? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I won't be getting a boner for Are the next right two over days. There? You're so, like, you get Ooh. so shocked. It's, okay, this bathing suit, by the way, is new out. It retails for $44.95 by Beloved Shirts Sexy Chest One Piece Swimsuit. Whoa. It comes in extra That's small to XXL large. Wow. And they're saying, you know what? Screw the body hair shamers. Men want you to be hair free. Well, no more. Wear this for your boyfriend to make a point. I can't okay. wait to order one of these. Ooh. Oh my god, I'd wear that in a heartbeat, and then I'd add my own hair, like the pubic hair coming right, out of the bottom. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> Additional real life hair. All right, AJ is our intern. She's amazing, and um, AJ and Irene, we love both. And AJ sent us a question that she had. Um, we do we like to we which one should we do today? We're gonna we're like running out of time. And I know people always say when I say that people are like, there isn't a time limit on the podcast. <laughs> I know, but you know the improv has like an afternoon show. We gotta work. You know? Right, right. Um, so do you want to talk about? 
Are we talk? What are our options? That the, the, still com- more on the, the parents? stand-up comedy or the parents? What do you think? Have we talked too much about parents? We want to talk stand-up. Well, we I'd talk? love to talk about stand-up because I think that's something that we both no. have in the back of our minds. So yeah, what's so, your experience? AJ? Yeah, get on this microphone and tell us. You wrote us a really great topic to discuss that you wanted to share. So my lifelong dream is eventually to be a stand-up comedian. I love stand-up. I love improv, and I've done a couple stints in high school, and then I went to college, and I like kind of fell out of it. So now it's like, how do I get back into it? I am getting a little bit scared, and I just I have a fear, and I need to just like overcome that, and then come back and like kind of get back into it. But but how do you build the confidence? Oh my right, God. and like you need to have love yeah. faith in yourself. Well, you know, I did a stand-up show. I have a friend, one of my closest friends. Her name was Karen Williams. I was at home watching Logo, the, the gay channel Logo. Right. And Karen had a special on called I Need a Snack. You all Google it. It's so fucking funny. So I'm home. <laughs> ah! Ah! I mean, I am all, I am by myself acting a fool, rolling around on the floor listening to this woman, Karen Williams, you know, in, in her logo comedy special. And I hear her say in the show that she's from Cleveland. So I'm like, oh, I'm from Cleveland. So I Google her. I find her email address. I email her. And I'm like, I'm Paul Wharton. This Love is what Google me. Right? Look, please, we must meet. She hits me. She calls me right back and says, I'm in D.C. I said, oh, my God, I'm having a party tonight. This is like 12 years ago. She comes to my house. Anyway, fast forward. She's doing a show here at the D.C. Improv. And she's like, oh, I'm going to bring in such and such as my opener. And I said, well, I'd like to be your opener. Mm. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? You're funny as shit. Yes. And this is always what I do. This is like before you started regularly doing the podcast, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, because now I feel like you you have a microphone platform. You know what I'm saying? Like you're more, even more comfortable. And I'm comfortable with being here at the improv. See, this is before all that. So, of course, I always commit to something that seems so far out, and then (laughs) the day comes. Do you know what I mean? Right, This is typical me. I'm like, oh, I'll jump through fire. That's like eight months from now? Sure. No problem. You know. (laughs) So, the show, it's time for the show. All of a sudden, my stomach, I'm like, oh, what's, that's odd. <laughs> I didn't eat anything funny today. And then, you know, I get the shakes, and then I'm sweating, and it's just horrible. So the only advice I can really give you is it really comes down to the Nike slogan, just fucking do it. I mean, when it comes down to it, you're going to feel all of that. Be as prepared as you possibly can. But you're going to feel the shakes, and you're going to sweat, right. and you're going to feel like, why am I torturing myself? Why am I here? And just as you're about to run out the door, you just have to be pushed onto the stage. But wait, would you say something to this effect? So I think there is something to this, because in high school, mm-hmm. didn't you have, like, so much confidence? Like, in high school, I, I, even though I was, like, overweight at times or whatever, I was just like, I'm sorry, I do the morning announcements that was cast at high school. Yeah. Like, I am the shit. Yeah. You know? Like, you had so much confidence. Then and something happens, I feel like. You go to college. You get out of college. Again, you still have confidence, I feel like, in college. Mm-hmm. You get out of college, though, and you really become the lowest person on the totem pole. And it really does something to you psychologically. Maybe it's just a women thing. but I, Because all that confidence begins to come back in your 30s. And then I have women tell me, like, in their 40s, they just feel like they're invincible. <laughs> yeah. But there's something that happens in your 20s where it erodes you. Because I have a girlfriend who used to sing national anthems and she was do, starting to do it at ballparks all across the country and she was great and then all of a sudden she stopped like that fear in her 20s I think about judgment appearance all that stuff took over and she's never done it again wow so uh, 
there's that something speak a lot of truth, honestly. What do you think is the holdup? You're just are you afraid people won't laugh? Are you afraid you don't well, have it? What's the so it is a lifelong dream, and then my mom, she's like, why don't you just get back into it? You're amazing. And it's like, Mom, you have to say that. You're my mom. Like, if like if you didn't say that, it'd be a problem. Right. So then she's like, and then when I come home and I tell her, somebody else told me I should do stand-up. She's like, oh, you listen to them, but you don't listen to me? <laughs> it's like, well, Mom, like, eh. so I, maybe it is just I'm losing, like, faith in myself. I don't know. You go to college, and then I, I think I am funny. I do certain things. It's like, that's my thing. I think thing. you're funny. But I then, but then to hilarious. stand in front of the stage with, like, the lights blinded. Thanks, Irene. Irene says I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Um, no, but like I don't know. Maybe it's just I, I really just need to bite the bullet and do it. You know and what you, you guys should do? I don't know if you're down for this, wasted. Sarah. We you need to be wasted, and you're all gonna laugh. At but me. wait, we're gonna test you out, and we're gonna let the listeners decide how funny you are. You should open the podcast for us one day with a mini set. Yes. Like okay. a, a, a show opener. We can do right? It. Yeah. Like literally here yeah, we'll on right the here. stage, we can just wire it to like Perfect. so you can. It'll be us. We can yes. invite some of your friends, like your mom, because she'll clearly yes. laugh. And then we'll just let you try it. Yeah. Okay, that, I and then we'll get great. feedback from everybody yeah. online. Believe me, yeah. our listeners, I'll show you the emails. They won't hold back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, guys. I totally... But it is hard. you got to, like, take that first step. You really she do. She is really funny, though. She could be on Saturday Night Live. Well, email us. It's paulwartonstyle at yahoo.com. Sarah at heyfrage.com. You can also follow us on social media. That's right. I, Paul, why is this always... I'm Paul, Paul Wharton Style on Instagram and Paul Wharton on Twitter. Perfect. You can follow me at heyfrage on almost everything on Instagram. Instagram and on Twitter, and it's Hayfresh Podcast on Facebook. All right, and dear. thank you for being so honest and so open today. I feel like this is one of our best shows. I always I say too. that. I do but well, we I went a little you. deeper today. Oh, I goodness. love you. Thank you for being one day a week. I fucking love you. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin a co-host with the most born one looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's pop pop culture at its best.